All right. Welcome back to the More Than Different podcast. Did you think we were going to miss a week? <laughs> You're wrong. This podcast does not stop for holidays. We're recording this, believe it or not, on the night of 4th of July, which tells one of two things. One, we're a train that just can't be stopped. And two, we have no fun. <laughs> so uh, I don't know which one it is, but C-Mac, there's nowhere I'd rather be right now than on this podcast with you. How are you? I'm pretty good, B. You couldn't have said it any better. Uh, we have no fun. Um <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Happy Fourth of July to the to the ladies and gentlemen out there. Uh, we're getting after it. Um, there's no other way to slice it and dice it. BMAC and I rode on the sixth tee, getting absolutely poured on today. Uh, we're doing what people just aren't doing. All right, and it's just and it's just getting down and dirty and gritty when people don't want to. Um, so without further ado, B, why don't we just dive into it? Let's do it. Yeah, we see Mac and I were out golfing today. We found a tee time wide open. No one was before us. No one was after us. And we're like, oh, my God, we sniped it. Come to find out, we get it to the second hole, and it starts downpouring. Absolutely downpouring for the ensuing four or five holes. It got unplayable. We had to get out of there, unfortunately. C-Mac was putting together a career round, too. Um, well, that was a career round. Like, I don't yeah. know what I was doing. I don't know what what was in the water I was drinking. But, yeah, he was playing in torrential conditions, but somehow um, was an absolute stick. But, uh, yeah, what a day for us. But no way, no better way to top it off than the pod. Um, yeah, let's get right into it, see. I know you, uh, you want to take us a certain direction. Take us that way. Yeah, I mean, I think we should just talk about some re- relevant uh relevant topics i mean it's <clears throat> we don't want to really blow smoke in the air about random stuff that uh doesn't really matter at the, at the given time uh i guess what i want to start to dive into today uh on this nice loving holiday is um you know kind of life altering events and decisions essentially talking about how you know life is life is i think defined by decisions Every day you wake up, you decide whether you want to get up or not, right? You, you know, you decide when you're at your desk or on the court, how hard you want to work. Uh, you decide whether you want to shower or not. There's, you decide whether you want to hang out with your friends or not. You decide, you know, there's, you decide whether you, you know, you want to get up early and go for a run. So, you know, your day and your life is molded <clears throat> based on the decisions that you make. And if they're always filled with really complacent decisions, then I think, you know, there's a feeling of really holding back. So what I want to dive into is kind of, you know, how we're probably going to have to grow this brand is making some life, making some life altering decisions um, that is really going to change the outlook or change the direction uh, of our lives. So I wanted to open up the floor and, and just talk about, you know, the idea of either being stagnant with being very hesitant in making decisions and in having this worry that if you make one specific decision, it's going to, you know, it could turn you sideways. So you don't trust yourself. My take on that is as long as whatever, whatever choices you make, you better, 
you know, fulfill them to a T and then you won't have any regrets, but I'm kind of opening the door here, Brennan. I just want to see what's on your mind based off of kind of the subject of the matter here. I've started to, it's funny when I, when I went out to uh, LA just a few weeks ago, even I was just thinking in my head, oh, what if I came out here for a whole summer? Or what if I you know, made some drastic change that could open the doors to something that maybe waiting there for me um something exciting something that lies on the other side of uncertainty and fear um and i just have to be willing to go find out you know so i think uncertainty of um some of the decisions we make and you know some small some more substantial but um yeah as i start to progress in my life i too am starting to think about some of the decisions i have to make in terms of um the direction i want to start moving in and in my life and um you know people say how you do anything's how you do everything and similarly how you the small decisions you make can have a big effect on on the big decisions you either make or don't make so that's why life is about winning decisions and, and making the right ones, whether it be with people, yourself, um, your emotions. Uh, I think that's when, you know, you, you can be driven by your feelings have such a big effect on your decision making, whether that is hesitancy or whether it's impulsive. Um, and, and so what I guess I've been doing more the last several years that I hope is starting to build up toward making some smart and um, ambitious life altering decisions and um, changes is trying to strengthen my mind so that it is stronger than my feelings so that I'm not uh, driven by hesitancy or impulse. So that's my two cents, I think, on on where I'm at, because I know at some point I'm going to really be face to face with a big decision to make, whether it be with MTD or whether it be with you know, my life. So, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll show, share a little story. So obviously I'm, well, I'm working my first job out of college and, you know, this is on the decision track. And I had two job offers out, after, out of school. <laughs> I had one, which was, as a staff engineer um, for an aerospace company where I had previously done R&D work for. It's right down my alleyway, mechanical engineer. Um, going into the aerospace industry is really cool. Um, it was kind of outside of the city. And then I had another job, Paperless Parts, a software company which works in the manufacturing industry, can leverage skills as an engineer, uh, but you're working as an implementation specialist in uh, implementation customer success rather than kind of the background on design and engineering uh, and, and leveraging more software. So I had this decision, um, you know, compensation was pretty comparable. Uh, one was a startup um, and there were a bunch of factors going into it. And I had this decision I had within probably two weeks to make a decision as far as 
you know, obviously they rescind the offer if I don't give them my decision by Monday uh, or Monday, you know, two weeks from the moment they send an offer through. Um, and I think every day went by and I, I swayed from one job to the other. I had, I was like, you know what? With one hour, I say I'm going to work here. The other hour, I say I'm going to work there. And I think what I'm getting at is until I actually told one of the companies I accept their job offer, I still like as soon as I sent that application in, I had doubts immediately. I was like, I made the wrong decision. What I'm saying is, for as long as I, I thought about it, like one, if you don't make it, if you don't act, make a decision and then act on it as if there's there was no other choice, right? Then you're going to feel like you left something on the table, right? So I made the decision to take the software job. And then I immediately was like, oh, I really want to be an engineer. I don't know why I didn't take it. Uh, but the software opportunity was, was, I thought it was a better opportunity. It turns out the other company that I was going to work for got bought out. And who knows, maybe I would have been the first one laid off. Um, but what I what I take out of that is, um, you know, time doesn't necessarily make decisions better, right? If you have a certain window to think about something, and whether it be a pros and cons list or just an immediate gut feeling, um, you know, go with it, and then kind of don't go back on that because obviously there's this thought that of going back and being and regretting things in life when you're on your deathbed you want to have this notion where you don't regret anything and i think with making life altering decisions you have to just grab the bull by the horns and just go for it right right things i i juggle with in my mind is okay um you know when is justifying quitting my job for mtd how do I justify that? What is that going to take? What is it going to take to get this off the ground? What what decisions do I need to make? What do I need to sacrifice? What do I need to give up? Because at the end of the day, when you make life-altering decisions as far as, let me paint the picture for that, where you're going to live, all right, what you're going to do, right, where you're going to work, who you're going to surround yourself with, right, um, you know, who your significant other is, um, you know, the, those are, in a sense are, you know, obviously something that has a big, you know, buying a car, like life fault, you know, maybe not super life altering, but like where you put it, where you buy a house, you know, those types of decisions, you know, what your career path is going to be. Um, it's like, it's scary, but it's super exciting. But what you have to do is you have to make that decision. You don't go back on it. Because once you start to second guess it while you're there, you know, then all of a sudden you think you did something wrong. But as long as you don't have, don't put your blinders on, don't look in the in the rearview mirror, and just keep pushing forward, uh, these those life altering decisions are going to start to stack up and, and shape your life. And I think it's always going to be in a positive manner. But I think I'm in the right in the, right in the middle of it, and uh, you know. I think the worst thing that could happen is think about something, think about the change that you want to make and have it linger over you for months and months and months and years and not do anything about it. Um, but I, what I think I'm trying to figure out is what, 
<clears throat> what's the best, you know, what's the best best process and procedure to making these types of decisions? Is it a pros and cons list? Is it just a gut feeling? Is it talking with people? You know, I think everyone handles it in a different way. They do. And a lot of it is dependent on the values people have. You know, that that's so that guides our decision making so much. And that's why it's so important to have your core values. We have them at more than different. Um and in many ways those guide us should guide us in our lives. And when you just throw in potential changes or decisions you might make through that framework makes it a lot easier. And that's why people need to figure out what they value, do some reflection and makes those daunting decisions seem a little less daunting, but certainly the point about regret is, is a great one because it's something we all um, wrestle with is regret or, uh, for doing something or not doing something. Um, when you do something, though, I think a lot of times it just becomes the feeling of regret. And sometimes it's justified, but other times it's just a uh, mindset. You know, you, you you harp on that. I I felt that a lot early on at college when I got to Emerson. I My whole mindset was that I made the wrong decision. I went to the wrong school. Um you know, everything was going so good coming out of senior year. And here I am, I blew it by going to Emerson. I'm not happy. I'm miserable. All my momentum's gone. But, you know, for a while I let that mindset um, and that, that idea of regret um, build up. I remember pushing away certain schools because I didn't think I wanted to go to them. And then I was like, oh, I would have been happy there, not even knowing whether I would have. And then once I shifted my mindset and started looking for the good rather than magnifying all the bad, now here I am in a place where I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I love where I'm at, and that's a great feeling. So in many ways, when it comes to decision-making, you just need to you know, trust your gut and know that it'll work out, and you make it work out just by how you see the whole situation. So those are, yeah. Yeah. I think you gotta be smart about it. You gotta make sure you weigh kind of every aspect of your life in the sense of what's the impact. Is it positive? Is it negative? What's going to get impacted? Um, What are you going to lose? What are you going to gain? And kind of do a P and L there. Um, But nothing's perfect in this world. So you always leave something on the table. You just got to figure out, um, you know, what can you really get and uh, how can you benefit yourself and, and your loved ones and the people around you? Um, <clears throat> but what I think what I was just came into my mind is also how this decision making is really based and rooted in kind of your morals and your values, like you mentioned, Brennan. And I think if you don't, and, and I don't think necessarily I always consciously have thought about the morals that I have and the values that I have and carry. I just feel like it's always subconsciously beat been in me just about yeah. how I am. Uh, but I think it is really valuable to, you know, consciously think about what are my morals? What are my values? Cause it does really help st- um, clarify who you are and how you carry yourself. Um, and when you kind of hit a crossroad, figure out, okay, this is, these are my values. This is what I live by. It's what I stand by. 
is this aligned with what I'm going to do? Right. Is this aligned with the decisions I'm making? Um, so I think it's definitely beneficial to take it, take time and write down, okay, what's my list? What's my top five values, my top five morals that I know I'm going to live by that I would never break. That is who I am. And if I kind of break those, I'm veering away from, you know, my, the fundamental version of my character. And then, you know, from there, I think if you, you stand on those, you can justify to anybody the decisions you're making and then you can be at peace, right? When you're talking with somebody about a decision you've made and then they're making you feel like you're wrong and they're, you know, then you start to question yourself. You're like, wow, this guy said he did this, that, and the third, or he's telling me I did something wrong. It's like, no, you check up on what you believed in, what you stand on and you say this aligns with it. Then, you know, who is anyone to tell you that you're not doing anything right? You know what I mean? So yeah, big time. I think it's yeah, I think it's valuable to to hold that in perspective, and I think that that doesn't just carry on for big decisions. That just all the little ones, you know, everything. Because little little by little, it always you know when you lay when you lay a brick, and you keep laying bricks, you're gonna build a house. You don't just they don't make a brick the size of a house. No, right? They make a brick, you know, as a two by four, and all you got to do is you just gotta lay them put cement on top and all of a sudden over time you build a house they don't they don't make you know hundred thousand square foot bricks that you can just slap on a property you know what i mean so takes time baby does takes time everything does and that actually i uh, one of my values in the in the later segment may align with that uh that sentiment right there all right, let's transition to our next segment. We have the MTDs of the week. I want to shout out that the last say, last time we did a recording, Colin and I, and we did the MTD of the week. I think that was the that was the first official one we did. Actually, um, mine was Ricky Fowler. I had just been at the U.S. Open a week prior, and uh, I gave him his praise for one of the quotes he said is how. I'm not scared to fail. I've failed many times before going into Sunday when he was tied for the lead. He ended up losing. But fast forward two weeks later this past Sunday, he won a tournament. So some may call it a coincidence. Others may say that's just the MTD charm he's got. So uh, shout out to Ricky Fowler. So going into second round of our mtds of the week i will start i just finished up um and it aligns well with the conversation we just had but i just finished up matthew mcconaughey's book uh it's called green lights terrific book um i've been listening to a lot of matthew mcconaughey podcasts and he is a very wise and knowledgeable man from experience and trial and error and his book was very powerful in the sense of you know we talk about more than different you know we're always becoming we're always trying to chase the best version of who we are and maximize who we are and throughout the course of the book he talks about his life experiences in which about five different times he had these moments where he talked about big decisions, life altering decisions. He went on these long hiatuses. He went to went right after he graduated high school, he went to Australia for a whole year uh, on his own, lived with a bunch of host families, had to figure it out, 
Um, and through that, he found himself. And then again, he gets becomes more of a uh, celebrity once he starts getting on the scene of Hollywood. He does another similar kind of thing. He had a he had a dream, and these are what he calls green lights. He had these moments now with hindsight looking back where he's making sense of how he's, his dots have connected in his life, and he points to certain moments that were his green lights. Those guided him in a direction that maybe in the moment seemed bad or seemed like it's something he'd regret. But with hindsight has been a green light, which is obviously we associate as a positive thing, and so does he. So an incredible book, and I want to leave with one quote also similar um, to what you said, Con. He said, in terms of regret, it's one of the last pages of the book. He said, can we live in a way where we look forward to looking back? That was one of my one of my favorites. I put that in my notebook, and I gives me chills reading that can we live in a way where we look forward to looking back i guess we can all decide the answer to that in our own lives so give me matthew mcconaughey he's my mtd of the week his book green lights very highly recommended um for anyone so off to you nice yeah mine's mine's not as deep mine's just my boy joey chestnut (laughs) <laughs> okay shout out to this is my recognition and my shout out all in one my boy joey chestnut rallied the troops after a rain delay or excuse me a cancellation in the uh hot dog eating competition this year the dude's got 16 titles um some might say uh he's the greatest athlete of all time um okay so i'm just going to give him uh, his flowers, Joey Chestnut. Everybody, um, it's not a pretty sport, but it, it's it's a gritty one. I don't know how you get into it, but uh, he found a way in, and he's dominating. So, shout out to to Chessmeister. All right, Joey Chestnut, definitely uh, at the top of what he does. Just huffing down glizzies. <laughs> um. All right, then let's get into our final segment here, our MTD starting five. Um, This is round three, and this week we got some similar categories. What we got? We got food, habit, value, song. Switched it up this week. We have movie. Okay, food, habit, value, song, movie. Calm, would you like to kick us off, or you want me to go? Oh, I'll do the honors since I... My teams have been uh, dominating as of recent. Uh, I'll start with food. Now, summertime, 4th of July season, um, you need something that that has a little home home flavor to it. Has, it brings good vibes, great locker room, team spirit, uh, cooking burgers on the grill. You know what I mean? Brings the team together. You know, you have chemistry there. You don't need to outsource. You don't need to go and trade talks with other restaurants. It's like, no, let's stay local. Let's stay in the backyard. Let's go into our farm system. Let's build from the ground up. You know what I mean? Um, so burger on the grill is my food. I'll take yeah, my next thing's habits. Um, right. I guess the habit of making decisions and living with them, right? Not looking back and um a deeper note holding promises right brendan i think you touched on this keeping your word 
holding promises and executing on your word, I think are invaluable habits. It's, it's really how, you know, it shapes who you are and how people view you, right. And, and building that trust factor with everybody, um, huge value add to a team, um, that might have a really young crew. You know what I mean? You need, you need a reliable vet to kind of hold, hold the crew down. So habits probably going to be my starting three, um, value is loyalty. Um, you know, common theme here, I'm building through the farm system, right? Homegrown roster, burgers on the grill, um, you know, holding promises, making decisions, you know, and living with them as my vet and, and loyalty is, is, you know, building my rookies up from the ground up and having them stick around into, you know, probably max contract guys. So loyalty, I think you don't need to say too much about it. It It, it is what it is and, and you can't really talk too much about it. You really need to be about it. Um, my song is kind of full circle moment here, touching that it's the 4th of July is Toby Keith, courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Um, just classic, just a classic. Um, and the team, right, bring the grittiness out of us, right? Championship winning mentality. So, you know, some might say the best ever is a 2001 Miami Hurricanes football team. Um, oh, was, what are we doing? Team was not in the. Oh, oh excuse me. Excuse me. Scratch that. <clears throat> movie. Excuse me. God almighty. Movie, movie, movie. Um, That'll be my sixth man, but if, if, we, come, if, we, if we ever have what our starting time, what a fucking time, random team, too. Fucking 2001 Miami Hurricanes. Yeah, there's a common theme with my teams. They all win titles, okay? They're title town. Okay. Anyways, anyways, um, I won't prolong any longer, or I won't uh, stall any longer, but Monsters, Inc., right? You need a fear factor. You, did not. you need a big man. You need a big man. That can can bang down low, and that adds, you know, a lot, <laughs> a lot. You know, you need a reliable guy that can can really roar down there and uh, rattle rims. And I'm going with Monsters Day. Incredible! Remind me the habit. My habit was uh, holding promises and, and and holding promises and executing on your word. All right, making that, decisions. Are we calling that? Them. Are we calling that a habit? Is that a habit? Is that a tendency or a characteristic? I suppose it's a habit in day to day. It doesn't work. doesn't need to be something that happens every single day, but it if you you consistently keep your word. All right. Consist yeah, I mean it's a habit if you do it tell somebody you're gonna do something. If you it, it can be a habit if you tell somebody you're gonna do something and you do the exact opposite. That can be that becomes a habit if you do it over and over and over again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fair. All right. Not too many objections. Uh, food. Give me cheese pizza. Uh, you really can't go wrong. It's uh, all reliable. Uh, always there. You talk about, you know, this era of load management. You you turn your turn your head to a guy who just is always going to be there for you, um, no matter how you're feeling. Uh, you know what you're getting almost in all. That's that's like a you know that's like your starting. No, no, point yeah, did just, I object to any of yours? I didn't say a no. Word. I, I'm I'm just giving you my take. That's I know like a I don't point want guard who's take. who's really fundamentally sound. Like he's no, not flashy. He's not flashy. He just he plays the game like a true yeah, point guard. 
how if she plays a game oh. like how James Naismith wanted the game to be played. You know what I mean? So that's oh, not a bad pick. Yeah, I mean, you know what you're getting out of a cheese pizza almost all times. Sometimes better, sometimes a little worse, but it all great assist, up. great assist to turnover ratio. Habit, apple a day. Um, gotta be healthy. Need your guys. Uh, you know, nutrition goes a long way, and that's something that I do. I eat an apple on almost every day. Um, mom's been getting them because she knows I eat them, and you feel good after. It's good for you. What do they say? Apple a day keeps the doctor away. So we don't need our guys in the uh, training room too much. So give me apple a day as a habit. Uh, value patience give me patience um for many reasons you know we talked about on this episode the importance of you know when you do have decisions uh in the immediate aftermath of a big decision or a small decision you might feel regret um but you gotta let things play out you gotta give yourself time to uh see the ramifications of the decision and how it benefits you and you got to give yourself and time a chance to run its course so give me patience um patience is huge especially when you're building up a team it's about building dynasties this isn't a super team uh era anymore so give me patience um song eh, i don't know i might lose it here but i'm gonna be true to what i had i had american kids uh by kenny chesney uh it's a good song you talk about the fourth of july you talk about summer um it's not gonna it's not gonna put a frown on your face you, you Look, gotta, it's a jovial song and um you know you gotta keep the mood lighthearted, and you gotta always keep the boys together that's something everyone can sing along to in the locker room so give me american kids and now movie i <laughs> I hate that we're this, I don't hate, I guess I like that we're this similar, but I have Monsters University, actually. Um, but I, I, uh, I have a different reasoning. You know, I, I Monsters University is my movie um, because you want to keep that inner kid in, in, your, in your guys. You know what I mean? You need to have a level of curiosity coming out of your players. Um, and it's deep. Yeah. And, and that the, the, those those animated films are something that obviously our, our childhood selves loved um, and they're timeless. Sure. So always bringing those back reminds you that at the end of the day, we're all still um, that little kid who was just curious and wanted to watch things, wanted to know things. And we got to keep that in ourselves, that inner child. So. That's my starting five. I like what I put out. I, I might have lost it with song, um, but I'm true to what I put down initially. I didn't change. Yeah, yeah, I, like what I got. Yeah, yeah. B, it sounds like it sounds like you wanted to trade your song. It sounds like you had him on the trading block, yeah. and no one wanted him. That's just what it sounds like to me. But um, yeah, hey, B, like I'm not gonna throw my guys in the court with you guys. Okay, um, simply just. Out of respect, um, I I don't know if you can handle that. I mean, look, look, Monsters Inc. Right, it's gonna it's gonna big brother. It's gonna big brother the Monsters University. Oh, right, in the I don't know. I mean, American kids. What does that do to the locker room? 
you know, you guys are childish. You guys are childish. You don't play the right way. You got a veteran point guard to give you that, but you know what I mean? I, 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 I can't, I don't know how that is going to cover a burger, the burger on the grill on the break. I know, but listen, the best available, best abilities availability. And when you talk about an apple a day, you talk yeah, about you know what you talk about yeah. a guy who's just available. You talk about patience. Yeah, I like what you're saying. You're building a long term squad. Yeah, you're not here. You're not here squad for with some reliable pieces and, um, you know, consistent and reliable parts that you, you want to lean on. You got your monsters. You, um, to keep the you board. got a farm. You have a farm league on your team, dude. You have a whole school. <laughs> yeah. You were building up, all right. So I, I like love that. What I got. Um, I like that. We'll leave it up to the listeners. See what they think. If you've made it this far, we appreciate you. Uh, get on mtdlifestyle.com. Shop our whole collection again. We have our MTD emblem shirts. They are fantastic. I mean, C Mac, you wore them out this weekend, and you said people were just coming up to you out the wazoo, like, "Hey." You didn't. You weren't sure if the line out the door was to ask about the shirt or to get in the the club. So, um, right. when we got, it was, to, yeah, they yeah, were it was about the, it was about the shirt to answer the question. Yeah, it was about the shirt. Uh, then we have all different hoodies. We have uh, some nice summer colors. We got our authentic, not perfect. A lot of mediums left. I'm looking at them right now uh, for our schmidos. Uh, we got a couple pairs of shorts, large. These are wicked nice. That was not my best visual. Um, some nice pair of shorts. The way better visual be. <laughs> way better visual. Um, uh, authentic, not perfect t-shirts. Um, these are butter too. Wicked nice soft money material. in the bank. Um, go shop, and we have some rope hats coming. Can't wait for people to see those. Those are going to be the hat of the summer if they ever arrive. But go mtdlifestyle.com, shop the collection. And if you're a listener of this, if you're a listener of this and only people who are listening, you can put in discount code JULY. That's capital J, lowercase U-L-Y, 20% off the whole store. The only way people will know that is if they're listening to this right now. Okay, because that's going to be this, that's going to be turned off to the to the public, um, but it won't be. So if you're listening to this, put that in. It'll still be up. Um, let it rip and go shop the whole store. See oh, yeah. Anything else? Yeah, you couldn't have said it better. Hey, happy 4th of July, everybody. Uh, let's keep crushing it this summer. Just stay tuned for updates on the MTD tournament and everything else we got going on. Um, make sure to head that head hit that website, support the brand, show love. We only grow as as much as the uh you know the support and the merch you guys buy. So I appreciate everything and uh till next time. Um MTD is out. Peace.